The Terrible Warriors is brought to you by the lovely people over on Patreon. And when we asked them what game they would like to hear us play, why, we put it up for a poll and they chose this very game you're about to listen to. This is the first episode in The Seventh Sea, in a story we would soon call Love and Consequence. In the land of Thea, a place that may seem familiar to you and your history, there is the country of Castile, a land of adventure and flowers and beauty and love. And on a road heading to the outskirts of Montanen, four strangers are on a caravan. But adventure knows how to bring people together. And as the enemy strikes, these four will have to take action to save the ones they love and fight for what is true. But there is one among these four who will rise up among the rest of them. The story that shall be told far and wide. Ah, oh, but I don't want to ruin too much. Yeah, we haven't even started. Will Mitchell sits down to be the GM on this show for the very first time. And your adventurers in Thea? The swashbuckling romancers? Oh, they are your terrible warriors. Oh, hey there, terrible listeners. It's me, Justin Eacock. Uh, not actually running this game, just saying hi at the beginning of it because I was the one who ran the poll on Patreon. This is a game you chose if you're a Patreon supporter. We put this up for a poll, and there were four choices, and this one uh, came ahead of the pack by a lot. We'll introduce the game in a moment, but first, let me introduce to you your terrible players, your warriors for this campaign, uh, starting at my right, your left. Hi, it's Brew Poison. It's me. <laughs> Hi, Brian. Uh, I'm Jer- Hi. Oh. I'm Derek the Bard from Chase of the Muse and the Edmonton Crew. Hey, Derek. You motherfucker, it's Mike Dodd. Oh, it's Birdman. Birdman. And uh, running this game uh, that we will announce as soon as we introduce our GM. Uh-huh. Would be Will Mitchell coming to you live from Edmonton. Hey, Will. This is great because this is also the first time you have uh, uh, been running a game on our show. I, uh, yeah, there's a lot of firsts. This is my first time running this system, first time running on this show. Uh, it's it's going to be exciting. This is coming right off the heels of uh, uh, Tiff's campaign with Game of Thrones. And at the same time that this game is coming out will also be uh, Bree's game on Star Wars. Ah. So <laughs> this is real fun for the show because we're getting a whole lot of new people in the uh, in the big chair uh, running the games for us. Which I must say, Derek, Dodd, and I are grateful. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> so before we get into anything else, uh, Will, introduce to us the game that was chosen in our poll that uh, you uh, are, are – I've heard heard you go in about it and i know you're passionate about the setting so introduce us what game are we playing today today we are going to be playing seventh sea second edition seventh sea is a game of swashbuckling adventure uh you can play as sort of heroic robin hood-esque pirates you can be amazing courtiers the setting of the game is effectively 17th century earth with the serial numbers filed off uh, system designer Mike Curry has been known to describe it as Earth's greatest hits. Um, basically, the world is essentially focused on Europe in the 17th century, but the Catholic Church has always been kind of pro-science and sexually egalitarian, but they hate sorcery. Because, yes, folks, this is also a world where magic is very much real. Uh, so let's go around and let's uh, talk about the characters we got going here a little bit. Uh, let's start with you, uh, Dodd. Okay, I will be playing Jose Wick. I am a Castilian 
mercenary who's also a member of the Brotherhood of the Coast. Basically, there's no job too big, no job too small, and I am basically, I'm John Wick. I have an incredible amount of pistols, and I do very, very flashy things in combat. So expect me to be your gun-fu, knife-fu expert today. Gonna be very cool. For our listeners, Castile is essentially this world's version of Spain. Uh, and uh, the Brotherhood of the Coast are, again, those roguish Robin Hood-esque pirates I mentioned earlier. Uh, let's move on to uh, Derek. Who are you playing tonight? Uh, I will be playing uh, Lady Anna Henrietta de, uh, de Pai. Uh, she is the youngest daughter of the Duke of Pai, P-A-I-X, um, which is <laughs> a town in uh, northern Montaigne, which is basically like France. A pie by right. any other name is still just as delicious. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, Anna is a was sent to the court of uh, the Emperor of Montaigne, and uh, is essentially she's a very well educated, um, very very social uh, woman who also happens to be a uh, have a. Not inconsiderable level of talent with the Montanian sorcery, which is called Porte, which allows her to rip gaping chest wounds in reality and then teleport through them. Indeed. As Both you do. and objects. As you do. And technically others, so long as they close their eyes. No, seriously, guys, don't, don't open your eyes. Do don't listen to the whispers between worlds. Yes, don't with, listen to the whispers that are trying to tempt you off the path. Aww. Stay to the path, keep your eyes closed, How very Full Metal Alchemist walking. of you. Um, <laughs> um, Lady Anna is uh, also acts as uh, something of a spy for uh, the Montanian crown at times. As she is, you know, not the rough and tumble musketeers that normally work for the crown. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say. I think I think you've painted a lovely picture. Uh, next, Bree, tell us or, about or your Or baked a lovely pie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going to play uh, Dirk Crescenza Weibe. Uh He's an Ison. We had a hell of a time. I was trying to type out that last name in the chat so that everyone could spell it, and I can't even do some of the letters in the name. <laughs> and, and before we, Ison is important to define specifically with this character, Indeed. too. Ison is our Germany of he, this world, uh, but a monster wasteland. Uh, yeah, destroyed everyone, after a holy war. Everyone <laughs> from yes, uh, this Ison. This world's version of the Protestant Reformation went down, and go. Ison is now just just totally bone. It's just like it, it's easy. Uh, if you've ever played or read the books about the Witcher, it's functionally yeah. the Northern Realms after the war with Nilfgaard went down. Well, I was yeah. I was gonna say like there's everyone, no standing government, and there's everyone from Ison by reputation is a Witcher. And when I sold this character to the campaign, I was like, okay, so I basically want to play like this charming. Ison, uh, like like Gallivant kind of, but bad at everything. Like just just the Bree's worst. Playing dandelion. <laughs> just yes. the worst at being an Ison. Like it, it wouldn't know what to do with a demon if it was trying to eat his face. And if you've been following on our Instagram or on Bree's Twitter, you'll you'll see what her advantages are on 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 this character, uh, <laughs> which are just brilliant. <laughs> so crazy. Yeah. So basically, Dirk was sent off as a child. His family was just like, oh God, you're going to die here. Was sent off to be raised by a Vidachi family, which is why his like middle name is Vidachi. Very nice. Vidachi is this world's version of Italy, and it's got its own weirdnesses going on. 
So one of the I'm round out the party. Justin, what are you playing? I'm also playing a Castilian like Mike, uh, but I keep my feet firmly on the ground. Thank you very much on terra firma. Um, I am playing a, a, a younger man, uh, Francisco Florento, and uh, Francisco is growing up listening to the stories of Los Vagabundos, the Zorros of this world, of uh, the 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 the, uh, the 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 explorers' society and all of the treasures and the hunting and romance that they all get up to, and he's really romanticized the adventure without any of the consequences that go with it. And, uh, and is oh, a, we're going to be such good uh, friends. Is a, uh, uh, <laughs> a younger man who is mostly spends his time in court uh, learning the art of fencing and, and has also has romanticized the idea of the dualist guild. Not a member of any of those groups, <laughs> but, but, but desperately dreams of one day being brought into their ranks and, and in, impressing the right person at the right time and always on guard for that moment of opportunity when it strikes and keeping him out. In a way, it's, there's a bit of Hamilton in here, not throwing away his shot, but like uh, Hamilton's son <laughs> in, the, in, in, in the musical, that little part later in the, near the second half of the, of the show. So um, that's, uh, that's, that's kind of how I'm playing, like young Zorro before he became Beautiful. Zorro. Fanboy extraordinaire and yeah. aspirant. <laughs> what do you say your last name was, uh, uh, Justin? Florento, which isn't a Castilian name. It's more of a Vedacian name. But I took it as a, a, a particularly pious family. Pious family? Yeah. Um, pious. Uh, the Vatican Church started in... Vidacci. So I would imagine a very old, pious family, even in Castile, would take on um, uh, a, a more traditional Vatican name. So, so his name sounds a little bit more Italian than Spanish. Yeah, and absolutely uh, what's, possible. What's and, your last name? Sorry, uh, I'm just writing Florento. it Florento. Florento? Mm-hmm. Francesco Florento. Florento. So he maybe he gets around like on the training dummies. He'll he's working on his F instead of his Z. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Bree, what did you say your last name? Your overly complicated last name was? It's uh, it's Vibe. So W E I B, but it's the capital B that you only get in German that my keyboard won't do. Vice. Can we have all these names? Oh, you, put I was say, the you're chat? sure it's not an S set. I think your na- last name is actually Vice. Oh, Vice. Is it Vice? Excellent. Yeah, your, that, your that dirt- weird German B is actually two S's. Well, let's together. just yeah. let's just pretend I know German instead yes. of Japanese. Jesus, let's retcon that. <laughs> but Vib is a Vib is a perfectly good name too. Yeah, let's just retcon all that. Want to be Vib or Vice? Le- le- let's make it Vice, and then I'll just let's leave this in so that everyone can. Because you, you, you've already you've already drawn it into the paper, and Vice. as we all know, once it's in pencil, it can't be taken away. It's <laughs> okay. Nice. I wrote myself a pronunciation <laughs> key. <laughs> the mark of pencil is indelible. <laughs> Indeed. (laughs) Okay, so our game is going to open up in Castile. Uh, You are on a lovely uh, sort of coastal road. Uh, You are in the westernmost part of the country, Um, and the the countryside here is just gorgeous. Lots of rolling hills with the occasional sort of big sort of pseudo-mountains with cliffs on them. Uh, it's, it's really gorgeous country, lots of very lush orchards and farmland. It, it's quite lovely. Um, you're fairly close to the sea, and you find yourselves as part of a, a small convoy or caravan of uh, carriages and merchants' wagons making their way uh, from a small city uh, by the name of La Riena del Mar, uh, heading north towards the village of Montonan. Uh, it's a small seaside village. Uh, it's got a small harbor, and ships will occasionally stop there. Um, but it's not a major place like Lariena or like San Juan, further to the north. 
Um, what's brought you here? Why are you guys on this particular road? Where are you headed? Uh, I'm looking just... for the next job. You're looking for your next job. That's a good reason to travel. Um, I would assume that Lady Anna is probably riding in a carriage. Um, Absolutely. It is likely her own personal carriage, um, because she is quite wealthy. Indeed. And she is likely here, um, probably her cover is some sort of trade, or she's just spending some time by the sea and, you know, getting out of Montaigne for a bit. Ah, uh, is she taking uh, a constitutional of sorts? She, she is taking a constitutional, um, unofficially, however, well, uh, uh, to the public gaze, she is likely here um, either on royal orders or do or on some mission for the secret society that she is part of called Sophia's Daughters. Ah, rad. Mm. Making contacts to help smuggle uh, oppressed women out of Vodace? Yes, exactly. Awesome. Uh, all right. Uh, how about uh, yourselves, uh, Bree, Justin? Why, why are you traveling today? That's an interesting question. Um, maybe Francisco is, uh, uh, I mean, he's a friend at court. He's a friend of any party. Uh, but uh, I'm imagining um, in the same way that he romanticizes, there must be rumors of uh, a, a new archaeological discovery or something that's being shown off at like a gala. And, uh, and he wants to get his eyes on it and meet the person and rub elbows and impress mm, the right person yeah, in court. Indeed there is, in fact. Um, Excellent. Call it. <laughs> yeah, you, you've heard that there's been some digs in the area that have found some very interesting artifacts of uh, peculiar design. And, and as I was reading it, too, archaeology in this world is, is run by the rich who hire archaeologists to find things that they can put in their gallery and, and make their estates all the more interesting. Anyways, that's... He, Indeed, he wants... this is very much the, the loot the world phase <laughs> of archaeology. <laughs> Um, I mean, I Dirk is out seeing the world. Everyone needs an Ison, right? Everyone wants to hire an Ison, and I'm yeah, I am you guys that. Are badass. Uh, so you're just looking for work, but, much like yeah, see, uh, much like seeing Jose. the world, seeing the world. You know, taking work if it comes to me, but just out out and about, seeing the world, seeing all the bars, all of them. Now, uh, Dirk. Now, Dirk. Just out of curiosity, are we going with the plan we talked about during character creation? Sure. Where I'm your Flash and you take all all the credit? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I need one of those. <laughs> <laughs> so I am Dirk's uh, basically hands, eyes, and I, I I make everything dead and she and he takes all the credit for it. Mm-hmm. I, love I love it. it. Okay. So we've got all that sorted. That's why you're on this small caravan. An important question for the beginning of this. Who's got the coolest hat? I do! Uh, I'm rich. That doesn't necessarily mean you have an ostentatious hat. You're also a spy. Yes, You don't want exactly. to stick out. So people look at the hat. Ah, it's more of a fascinator? Well, yeah, I have actual, like, pr other clothes for pretending to be other people hidden in my trunk. Nice. But right now I have my cover identity. I have, you know, the cover. Okay. <laughs> so you've been riding along. Actually, wait, no. You know who has the coolest hat? Dirk does. No, I am a fascinator. I don't need one. <laughs> I was thinking Francesco's got a pretty cool hat. He's on his horse. Uh, we wouldn't be in a carriage with the rest of them. Uh, and, and he's out there. He's got to keep the sun out of his eyes and protect him from the rain. But but he's also a fencer and a courtier. And, 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 and he, maybe he doesn't have a lot of wealth, but he definitely put that wealth into his hat. Dirk has white oh. hair, and he's super into his white hair. So. 
I'm, I'm basically have it. made like a beautiful animu boy Geralt. It's got a, a little black feather coming out of the back of mine. <laughs> a little forward like a, like a sombrero. Okay, great. So you've been riding along in this little caravan, and uh, there's some other passengers along with you. Uh, there's uh, a couple of uh, sort of like young people you take your probably family, <clears throat> uh, a, a young man and a young woman. Uh, there's an older person with them who you think is, is a servant of theirs. Uh, there's a handful of merchants and their various sort of like rostabouts and uh, teamsters and things. Um, and as you're passing through a lovely little uh, sort of olive orchard on the top of sort of a uh, fairly tall hill that descends into cliffs on the far side of it, uh, Florenzo, you're outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, or sorry, Francisco, you're outside. Uh, so you see that some masked men drop from the canopy of the, the olive orchard and come out from bushes on either side of the road, uh, one of whom sees you see him, levels a musket at you, and BAM! Blows a lovely hole through your fancy new hat. Nice! <laughs> uh, they reach into one of the carriages and pull, screaming and kicking out of it, uh, some of the people that you have just been traveling with. All my wealth went uh, into that hat! My question is, what are you going to do about this roughly dozen, maybe 15 men who are riding up all around you and obviously kidnapping these three people? Well, I can't throw away my shot. I just said that, didn't I? <laughs> oh, no. Um, I've backed myself into a narrative responsibility. <laughs> uh, so what I'm doing now is I'm asking for your approach. We're about to go into an action scene, I presume, unless you guys really just want to watch these guys get dragged off. Um, I mean, I do have that wily virtue that allows me to rescue myself and leave everyone behind, but uh, <laughs> go on. <laughs> and I leave. Uh, <laughs> in 7th C 2nd edition, uh, when you're rolling your dice, you're not so much accomplishing a single task as you're basically choreographing what your character is going to be doing for the following scene. So I punch a guy isn't really the approach we go for, but perhaps I'm going to, you know, beat these guys bloody and make them sorry that they ever crossed us. That's a more appropriate approach. Uh, so, my friends, what's your approach as this dastardly deed is going down? Uh, just as a question... Uh, since they're obvious, they're not being taken by my from my carriage, since I've established it's a private carriage. Indeed, um, you did. Does it look like they know who they're taking? Uh, you're right. They absolutely have targets. Um, these three people were a priority, but you can also see that they're kind of eyeing everything else, um, both with disgust and a, a certain perverse joy. Uh, you suspect that they also want to take some of the other things here, but those three folks were the main thing they're after. The do disgust need, is a mystery. Do I need to spend a hero point to mark something? I don't think I need to spend a hero point. To, oh, no, I need to spend a hero point to mark something. In action, no. you do... Yeah. Yeah. So what, what's your approach there? Derek, what are you going to do? Um, so, um... Lady How are Anna, you going to counter this? Um, I am going to, seemingly not knowing what I'm doing, open the door of my carriage and swing it into the side of one of the men... As if I am some uh, rich Montanian woman who's just like poking her head and shouting at my car at my coachman like Pierre, Pierre, why have we stopped? Oh, beautiful! So it sounds to me like you're you're using sort of you're trying to convince people of what you're doing, being totally innocent. Uh, so but I'm gonna also call smack that, someone in the head and give and also cancer. smack someone. So I'm going to say that's a combination panache brawl. So please assemble uh, your dice no, for that. I have no brawl. Could we call it panache weaponry since I'm using a door? Well, a door's not really a weapon. It's kind of an improvised weapon. But you are going to get a 
point. You're going to get a bonus dice because the first time that you've used this skill, mm -hmm. and you're also going to get a bonus dice for that awesome description. Cool. Uh, this is called flare, and it's a pretty major part of the system. Cool. That's six dice. Yep. So you get those ready. Don't roll them yet. Yeah, I love the uh, idea of flare. All it right. Keeps the so game from being stale. Birdman, Dodd, what's your approach to this? All right, I'm gonna a lean. A dozen men have surrounded you and are taking people away. I'm gonna lean over to Dirk. Like, don't worry, boss. I'll make sure it's memorable. <laughs> I'm going to kick open the side of the carriage, roll out, and draw as many pistols and drop as many people with uh, knee shots as possible. All right, so you're going to open fire and sort of start emptying out your various braces of pistols. And as soon as I'm out of pistols, I'm going the knives. <laughs> nice. Well, that sounds to me definitely uh, like you are doing a finesse aim risk because that sweet barrel roll you did out definitely requires some dexterity. Okay, uh, so, so get that ready, and of course, two dice for the excellent description, and for the first time you've done it. So uh, how about Bree? What are you going to do in response to this ensuing chaos about to explode? <laughs> I mean, I'm really tempted to just pull, like, a fucking taco from Adventure Zone and be like, I'm good out here, bye guys. Um, but <laughs> instead, I'm going to uh, <laughs> kind of, like, follow him out the door of the caravan, but stand there um, in the doorway where I, can I am partially protected from things and also everyone can see me and do uh they have an icon <laughs> hopefully use my uh sort of disarming smile of just being like gentlemen really is this all necessary okay so you're appealing to their better nature i hope so <laughs> uh now you've mentioned you wanted to use your disarming smile that's one of your advantages correct it is Oh, sorry, I missed that. Oh, it is. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. Um, that advantage, I do believe, requires the use of a hero point. Does it? Uh, does it not? Uh, disarming smile. I have actually... We will have to look it up. 149. Yeah, sorry. Right here. We will look it up here. Uh, yeah, Set. spend a hero point to keep another character from drawing a weapon, starting a fight, or resorting to violence. They will still defend themselves, but will not start any violent conflicts. It's just the one, huh? Uh, well, well I, we've we, got a lot of them. We've so. already... The fight already Yeah, started. we've already started a fight, so we won't use that one in particular, but I will use just so much panache. <clears throat> okay, so you're still trying to convince them that this is, like, a shitty thing to do. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's definitely a convinced panache roll. Cool. I can do that. And, of course, you get the two dice for excellent description. Woo. And first time. Okay, now, Justin, what are you up to? How are you going to approach <laughs> my, this? My hat! I just said I put all of my wealth into my hat. <laughs> <laughs> and I shot it off your fucking head. <laughs> oh, oh, so what I want to do then is... Um, uh, I, I have uh, 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 like a fencing sword and, and, uh, and, and, and other things, but uh, I want to grab like... Um, a pole or like a, a flagpole off of one of the carriages and I want to kick up all this dirt uh, while I'm on my horse and I want to just uh, be uh, really uh, causing a distraction to kick up dirt into the air to uh, hide my approach and then when everything's all covered up in, in dust and smoke from, from pulling this pole through the soils when I'm going to dismount off my horse and draw my sword and then in the blinding smoke dust uh, <laughs> try to rescue these three uh, 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 victims of crime. Okay, uh, that definitely, to me, sounds like a uh, hide and finesse, because you gotta, you got to get that dust up just right, but it doesn't take being tough for that, so yeah, mm -hmm. hide and finesse for that. Um, because, right. because of what he's doing... Can I fail this? Because you I, I choose to fail. <laughs> I duck out of the carriage and like open my mouth. It's just dust. 
<laughs> I love it. Uh, so what Bree's doing, this is another mechanic just, that's kind of central to the game. Kick up the soil Failure is something that you can choose to have happen to you in this game, but you get to narrate the results. Um, you suffer all the consequences of the scene, um, but you get to decide what ultimately happens to you. Amazing. Um, and in response to that, you get a hero point. Now, I'm just going to say, just hold off until I name the consequences. Okay. So you guys know how you're approaching this scene. Here's sort of what you are directly facing. In this scene, we've got three brute squads. These are obviously mooks. These are these bandits. These guys uh, kind of look kind of scummy. If they weren't dressed the way they were, you'd almost think that they are maybe like some sort of sailors or pirates. Um, they're not terribly comfortable on their horses, but they are very enthusiastic about kidnapping people and wrecking a caravan. Uh, so there's three sort of separate groups of them. As well, there's one much more fancy, much more together-looking fellow on a horse. Um, he's laughing a little bit and uh, is obviously having a good time. And he seems a little bit apart from the others. Now, as this is going on, there's been some musket shots. Things are getting crazy. People are screaming. Here are the consequences you could be looking at. Uh, you could certainly fall off the wagon or carriage. It's a, a bit of a drop. That's something that each of you is going to want to consider countering. There are panicking horses. All this is going to make these dumb animals very scared, and they could just run on off. Uh, it's also possible you won't be able to necessarily stop the caravan, and it could go off the road and crash into something. Uh, there's also some opportunities available to you. Uh, this is happening in some sort of orchard. Uh, you think it's olives, you didn't really pay a whole lot of attention. Uh, there are low-hanging branches, like the bandits use to take advantage of you guys. And as well, you've got a whole bunch of merchant wagons with you that maybe have some useful cargo if you want to take advantage of that. Uh, so those are all things you can spend your raises on. Now we're going to generate those raises by rolling them dice. So roll them up, everybody. Roll the dice please you've assembled. Nice. So, and so I, then I add when the you dots roll, in the trait and the skill plus the bonus die you gave us? That's right. Okay. Add the trait, add the skill, and then any relevant bonus dice... And then when you roll your dice, you're going to group them together into tens. Each ten you can make is called a raise, and that's what you're going to be spending on all this cool stuff. So I have four raises, technically. You got four raises, exactly. How you looking, I know there? what I want to do. Oh, I rolled so many nines. <laughs> uh, I only have three raises. I got, um, yeah, and, I got odd nine out that I just can't use. No worries. I'm not tempted to buy that back from you just yet, so thank you for pointing that out. Uh, how about Brian and Justin? I rolled a nine and uh, two sets of ten, because the set of ten can go over ten. Yes. It just doesn't yes. count. Yes, yeah, sets yeah. of ten can be over ten, but it's got to be at least a ten. Yeah, yeah, so it ends up being something like a thirteen, which is fine. So, I, yeah, I have two sets of ten, and then I have one nine off to the side. Okay, so you've got two raises then. How about you, Bree? No, I 100% want to fail this. <laughs> you still want to fail it? I want to fail it. I just want to fall on my face. It's going to be beautiful. Okay, so you are going to fall on your face. Woo! Uh, God, you, you are dandelion. You'll be taking some, uh, some wounds and things Good. from the brutes as they engage you guys. Um, but yeah, so let's, uh, let's go through. Oh, don't uh, worry. Top of Get the order. Um, the way this works in terms of initiative is we go in the order of who has the most raises. And if we check this out... It's Dodd. It's going to be Dodd. <coughs> so, Dodd, you're going to go first. Chaos okay. is erupting around you. There's armed men and shrieking people and whinnying horses. What do you do? Okay, I'd like to use... If Is there any cargo that's explosive? 
Oh, uh, there certainly could be. <laughs> okay. I want to shoot some of the explosive cargo to knock some of the mooks off their feet, shoot low, shoot some of the low-hanging branches to take multiple out at a time, and then just use the dust cloud that was kicked up by our fencer and basically use the chaos around me to utterly demolish these people John Wick style. <laughs> Sounds pretty rad. So which of those do you want to do first? I want to shoot the explosive barrel to knock people off their feet. That's a great idea. Um, so what you're doing there is you're activating an opportunity. You're taking the use useful cargo thing. Uh, so you're going to spend a raise and then cause a little explosion. Um, so yeah, you shoot. Bam! And yeah, there was like a little powder keg that was kind of just like strapped to the outside of one of the wagons. Um, it goes off in typical Hollywood fashion. And uh, two of the guys on horseback who are riding up to you, their horses panic and they get thrown onto their asses. Uh, they're dealing with that for a while. Good stuff. <laughs> now we drop down to raise three, where there are That's three raises. And me. my villain <laughs> has three raises. And villains, being assholes, go first. Uh, and so this guy does have a musket. Is, is this the part um, where the show might freeze frame pistol. and we get a name up on the screen? <laughs> uh, there will definitely be a freeze frame. Um, <laughs> and in fact, uh, his name is Diego Ortega. <laughs> <laughs> and Diego Ortega, astride his sort of whinnying black stallion, levels his pistol towards our uh, good friend Jose Wick and returns fire in kind. What happens when you get shot? Well, you're going to take uh, a single regular wound, at least, from the number of raises that are spent. He spent one, so you're going to take a single wound from that. But firearms also cause a dramatic wound. In this game, you basically have essentially 20 hits you can take. Um, every four hits is normal, and then the fifth one is a dramatic wound. The dramatic wounds change the rules for you, and once you get four of them, you're eating dust. You are helpless. You're not necessarily dead, but you're taken out of the scene. So Dodd, bam, he shoots you. One regular wound and a dramatic wound. Okay. Uh, he so drops down to two. All right. <clears throat> can I counter with my raises or anything? You can. Um, you won't be able to drop the dramatic wound, because even heroes okay. can't dodge bullets. But you could get rid of that single wound. You could move so that the shot's going to take you in a less vital area, something like that. Okay, I will do that. Okay, so you spend a raise, get rid of that one wound. It's a one-for-one -one transfer. Yeah, so you shoot. You see him aiming, right? And you yeah. sort of, like, just dodge out of the way so that instead of right in the solar plexus, instead he sort of, like, grazes your hip. It sucks, but you'll survive. Uh, great, now we are at uh, three raises. Still, who else has three? Yep. All Go right. Yep. Anna uh, Henrietta, go at it. Uh, so my, my goal then with uh, opening the door into this guy, just discussing like action sequences, is it possible for me to knock him out with the door? It absolutely is. Um, I assume you're going after one of the, one of the sort of faceless goons, right? Well, yeah, one of the guys ushering people away. Um, what I'd like to try and do is use it and the distraction of the exploding barrel, since no one's looking, to essentially usher, to play like a shell game of ushering them into my coach. Ah, okay. Now, your approach for this scene kind of sets sort of some limitations on your actions. Obviously. Um, you were, obviously. You were trying to brawl, um, and... This isn't necessarily a fighty way of doing things. It could be if you can think of a way. Otherwise, you're going to have to end up paying more raises to do this. I raises... hit him right in the face with a carriage door. Nice. So you smack him in the face of the door and then just take his place, basically? 
Um, yeah, where uh, she she opens the door. It's like Pierre, what is going on? Knocks him out while the explosions are going on. Um, then just looks at the people. It's like in in. Beautiful. So yeah, that effectively takes one of the brute squads down to strength four. Um, and so the brutes are... That cost are, me one raise? That cost you one raise. Excellent. Uh, anybody else on three? No, I have a two. All right, we're now down to two. Our villain is also at two. Um, and I think he is going to... What was the villain's uh, name? He's in a, what's that? Our villain's name again. That you that when we got the first uh, our villain's Ortega. name Diego Ortega. I'm writing that down. Uh, yeah. Diego is going to leap from the back of his saddle uh, up onto one of the wagons, um, and he's going to begin threatening what the the sort of like driver to um, basically sort of pull over the uh, things and stop this wagon, um, and in the process of doing so, stabs the guy in the shoulder because he's an asshole and takes control of one of the merchant wagons. Um, Kay, that was the villain at two. Who else is at two? I'm at two. Uh, can we take multiple actions in a round, or does it go in a cycle? Uh, it kind of goes in a cycle. So, like, if you're at three and then you drop to two, you can then take an action at two. Oh, oh so I okay. can go again. Yes, that's... You may go again as soon as it gets down to the number of raises you have. And in terms of, like, who goes when, if the heroes are tied, you can choose amongst yourselves. Okay. That's the thing. You're not doing one action. You're doing a whole scene. Mm-hmm. Um, I am going to attempt to engage his attention using my um, my virtue of friendly, where I can spend a hero point uh, on first meeting someone, even a villain, mm-hmm. and he treats me as friendly for the scene. Ooh, I like it. And okay. She, I, I'm a good. She, you know, Anna is a good-looking woman. Yep. And, you know, just uh, wa- essentially waving her handkerchief at me. It's like, Monsieur, Monsieur. Uh, <laughs> All right. And- he, you get his attention, and he, he looks rather pleased there's somebody of consequence on this caravan. Um, and, yeah, he, he looks like he's he's got intentions to come your way. So I'm he's distracted. Just, I'm with flanking bonus. <laughs> Uh, Not that there is such a thing, but yes. I know what Francisco oh, wants to, to do. I don't even have to spend a hero point for... Oh, no. Cost you a hero point. Cool. Yeah. Francis- All right, so who else is it to? Birdman, I think? Francisco, yep, I'm well, gonna... I haven't oh, had... Oh, wait. Bree, Bree hasn't gone, nor has uh, Justin. Let's let's hit them first. Yes, so, go. I, uh, uh, I, I have one question, though, to ask Will. Um, yes, Diego, please. is he wearing a hat? <laughs> ah... <laughs> Diego has a fine, wide-brimmed hat with a lovely red and white. Oh, plume how in wonderful! It. So I'm a fencer, and I want to, uh, after kicking up this dust, but before I dismount, I want to leap off the horse onto the merchant caravan's roof, and while he's distracted by the lovely Anna Henrietta, uh, reach out my fencing, uh, my my rapier, and 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 lift his hat off of his head and put <laughs> it on my head. <laughs> and I go, awesome. I believe you owed me a hat, sir. Uh, I love it. I love it. Um, How so yeah, many raises raise do I spend that. for that? <laughs> <laughs> you have acquired a fine hat, and you've pissed off Diego. Uh, how about you, Bree? Well, I mean, so in the fail, I fell off the wagon, correct? Yeah, you've fallen off the wagon. I've fallen off the You're wagon. dust. Yeah, I've tell eaten us, dirt. Tell us what's going to be going on with you as you accomplish nothing. <laughs> Covered in dust, 
really upset about it because my hair hair looked amazing this morning. Very nearly got run over by a horse. It was very close. (laughs) Um, Yeah, someone has gotten off of their horse and tripped on me. I have rolled under the carriage that has now stopped so that no one will actually fall on me. And now I'm very sullenly finger combing out my hair. And awesome. I'm gonna, I am gonna wait there for a little while until things roll me, over, and then I'm going to come out and try and convince everyone that I did an amazing job. Okay, so that, that's that's your sort of plan of attack as yep. you tower. <laughs> oh uh, yeah. Anybody else on two? Yes. Okay, so surprise, dirtbag! I'm pulling out a blunderbuss and nailing him right in the junk. Wait, what? <laughs> Where were you hiding a blunderbuss? You don't want to know. I can put one across my back. All right, play enough video games. You're shooting Diego, I take it? Oh, yeah, right in the balls. Okay, you're going to shoot him square in the junk is where you're (laughs) aiming for. Uh, Now, you can spend more than one raise to do more wounds. Yes. Uh, So you could do two wounds and a dramatic wound because you're using a gun, if you'd like. Let's do that. Let's waste them. All right, so... So do I have to roll this? Uh, nope, there's no rolling involved. You already did. You just spend the raises, and shit happens. <coughs> okay. I'm All right, out of raises so now. You're now out of raises, so that'll be you for this this particular sequence in this series, in this scene. Uh, so yeah, you level your sweet blunderbuss, and uh, you take aim at Diego, uh, and he's sort of angry at uh, at uh, Francisco up on, this, up on the roof of the carriage. And as you shoot, you know, you basically, like... Your shot peppers right between his legs into the into the wagon. Uh, wood explodes everywhere, and he screams, and he is very mad. His great day has turned around pretty much immediately. Um, he's not out of the fight, but he's certainly pissed off. I have a question about. Uh, I have an all advantage. right. Uh, anybody yeah. else on two? I had a question about using. Fencing. I think we're down to the ones. All yeah. One. Uh, all right. Can Diego's you hear me? got one raise left himself. Hey, friends, uh, can he's you hear me? Use that. What's that? Oh, you can hear me. Hey, we're go. I had a did have a question there on the number two. Um, uh, <clears> when <throat> I make a a weaponry risk using uh, uh, my my rapier, um, I, I gain one bonus die as an advantage with fencing. Ah, Does yes, as fencer, you should have had an extra die. So Feel do free I, to roll her now. We're still learning. Roll it in. Uh, Maybe it'll help. That that would make that that nine set. If I swapped out the one with the three I just rolled, it brings it up to a raise. Okay, so you'd have an extra raise, so we'll treat this as being on two. Uh, have at, Francisco. Uh, oh, I mean, I, I don't want to stop the game. We, we, we can worry about that going no, forward. No, no, no. Not at all. It's, it's easy to go back one step. We're still learning this. Oh, well, I, I literally called this the learn-as-we-go so, carriage chase action So I, I, take, <laughs> I take Diego's it's hat. It's like... He yep. gets blown through the junk by a blunderbuss, and then while he's screaming out in pain and, I guess, instinctively also reaching down to his junk, I just bring up my foot and push off the carriage. Nice. All right, so you're going to just boot him off the carriage. I, I love it. <laughs> um, down he goes sort of in a tangle amidst, like, uh, the reins and all, all the things that the horses are attached, all the tack the horses are attached to the wagon with. Um, and he's being dragged along and loses a boot and... Things are not going good for Diego Ortega. I do a flourish um, with my sword so and holster it. Beautiful. <laughs> um, he's a villain, and he goes first. He's still got that one raise. He's going to use his raise um, as he's falling. He's going to grab you by the ankle and bring you with him. Aye, aye, aye. And so now you guys are both tangled up in the 
mess that is horses' oh. asses and dust. I and, have another advantage. Uh, I have slip free. I can. You got I, slip free. I can use a hero point to slip free. <laughs> Great. Use a hero point to slip free. I'm gonna immediately slip free and so use the reins of the carriage. Awesome. So you've got the reins of the carriage. Now I'm in control. Like from the top to the bench, you're now comfortably seated where he previously was, and he is still avoiding getting kicked in the teeth by these horses. Awesome. (laughs) Uh, It was all um, thanks to Dirk. We have to just. Yeah, I mean, really, the true hero of this fight. Yes, the (laughs) true hero of the battle. Uh, (laughs) On that note, other folks on one. I believe Anna Henrietta Uh, still has one. Anna Henrietta still has one. There's this big cloud of dust. Still, everyone's looking at the carriage. Anna Henrietta turns around and very precisely slit, um, flicks her um, her parasol around, so uh, and just rams it like um, with its big, heavy, um, like hook top um, into the face of another, uh, into the side of the head of another goon who is, who's busy watching the fight and knocks him out too, and no one's looking. Beautiful. That's 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 definitely the the brawly sort of stuff we're talking about. Uh, so now one of those uh, goon squads is down to three. I uh, still have two who are at ten or at five, I should say. Awesome. Uh, so who else is on one? Uh, I, I guess is that all is of us? Dirk on one. Dirk doesn't have anything. Dirk failed. I believe, I believe Dirk still. Ha- oh no, Dirk failed. So Dirk's got none. But I believe okay. Justin still has one. So uh, I guess taking um, control of the carriage. Uh, Oh, I want to do something different so I can get those bonus die that we talked about because we want to do some flair, right? Um, I'm not sure what to do here, uh, folks. Uh, well, I've got, I've got mean, control. i got my hat Keep in mind, I got there, control are, there the are carriage. consequences that haven't really been dealt with yet. Okay, please. Uh, yeah, uh, let me know. There's always the risk of falling off mm-hmm. the wagon or carriage. Um, it's kind of moot because a lot of you guys kind of jumped off on your own. Uh, the horses could panic, though, and that's kind of in process. Um, we could also have a crash. Something could bang into something else. Those are the the three sort of sets of things to deal with here. Now, are there that uh, uh, we got? We got the other brute groups. We got Diego underneath the carriage right now. Dirk uh, and, yep. and, and, er, and Diego. And, kind and of, Diego. Yeah. Uh, it, well, it, we're it, all under it, carriages. Dirk, are you're under a different. You'll be under. I'm under my carriage. Yeah, this carriage is in motion. Yeah, this is a merchant carriage. Yeah, mine stopped. <laughs> and and so this uh, this carriage, um, the uh, uh, and and then the other brutes. Uh, I kind of. Just be reckless and move the carriage into any other brutes that are also on horseback and just run them Do down. It. And, Do it. And start just swinging this carriage uh, recklessly. Also trying to shake Diego off, uh, or uh, who's who's underneath. Um, All right, so like you, Saints, uh, like Assassin's Creed Syndicate, Justin. <laughs> a little bit, yeah, actually, a little okay, bit. So, and so you were doing a, a weaponry risk, correct? That's what you rolled for this? Sounds, uh, it was... Um, uh, you had put it as hide when I originally did it. Oh, it was hide. That's right, because you were dust. doing the sweet stuff with all the dust. And yeah. you've been hiding behind people and all that. Um, so I'm not hiding if there's now, a way you can use the, like, the cover you created with that dust cloud to incorporate this, it'll work off smoothly. Well, I mean, it, it, the, the dust has created chaos. No one can see in front of their face Nobody now can see a damn because, thing. Because we're just surrounded by a big dust cloud that, as, as the carriage is now going to come out of the dust cloud, I just don't want anyone following it because we've run them all down. And so... Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, so you come through a cloud of dust and manage to go over. You basically just like bowl right over one of the people who had had one of the people, one of the kidnapping victims, like over his shoulder. Um, he sort of sees that coming and just drops him and tries to run. And you plow him over with the horses. He's he's in the dirt. He's a mess. And the person who sort of got dropped down 
had seen earlier Anna Henrietta beckoning that her carriage was safety and began scrambling hand over fist towards Anna Henrietta. Beautiful. Now we are all out of raises, correct? Yes. Okay. Nobody stopped the horses from panicking. So all the wagons just get... (laughs) They're just sailing away down this horrible, like... Like ill-maintained mountain road. Oh no! There's um, a cliff. The horses at the end begin of the to go at a full whinnying gallop. They're frothing at the mouth. Well, at least I'm uh, behind the reins. They're starting to take off. Um, anybody still on the carriages? Not well seated. I think everybody got off. Basically, well, everybody I'm off. I am well seated uh, in control of the carriage that Diego tried to hijack. I well, you got the reins. Control yeah. might be a strong. Oh, okay, well, I'm sitting <laughs> on the chair with the reins, and I believe to be in control because I'm delusional. <laughs> I love it. Um, so yeah, the the wagons start to take off, and the brutes who had kind of been ignoring you guys, Diego had taken the initiative to be like, I want to deal with these guys. The brutes who's been eyeing up all the loot, they turn their attention to you guys. Now, who's now the wearing way brute work is at the end of the turn, any brutes that are still in the scene deal their damage to people. But these brutes hadn't been coming here to mess with you guys. They came here to kidnap folks. So, now, they're pretty keen on you. So, at the end of our next scene, if there's any brutes left, you're going to have, at the moment, 13 different wounds coming and distributed amongst you guys. <laughs> That's fine. Ow. <laughs> Everyth- yes, they, every- everything's fine. Brutes can be a problem. Uh, so, now we're going to move on to a new round. Uh, so, Yay. that's the scene. The carriages are rushing off. They still have two out of the three people they were kidnapping. One of them has just scrambled into a carriage, which is now going careening down this mountain road. Uh, chaos is ensuing. What would you like to do now? Let's get some approaches. I'll, we'll go from the top of my little list here. Birdman Dodd. What I'm is gonna, Jose Wick going to do? Jose Wick is going to take care of the rest of the mooks with a, with a wild variety of pistol and knife shots. Okay, so you've used aim already. Um, and you say you're doing, you're, you're trying to shoot as many people as you can, so I think it's still finesse. Uh, so yep. give me an aim finesse. Uh, and yeah, I think you're describing things pretty all right, so you'll get one bonus dice for description. Okay, then. Great. Uh, now, hold on again. Try not to roll until I give you the consequences. That'll have an impact on things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Derek, what is Anna Henrietta going to do? Oh, well, let's see here. There are goons, but there's a lot of dust. Is it possible for her to hook her parasol into um, her carriage as it's going past to try to essentially get into the driver's seat? Because I have rather a lot of ride. Um, Ah, And actually try to uh, use it to take control of uh, the wagon train and keep everyone from dying. Uh, I think hooking your parasol into a rapidly flying away carriage and then taking control of the reins... That takes that takes nerves of steel. So I'm gonna say that's a resolve ride. You can absolutely oh, do that. Damn. It's hoping for panache again. Okay. And um, do I get a die for using ride for the first time this season? You do. And you're gonna get one for the flare. Kick um, ass. Okay. So uh, let's go to Bree. Bree. So uh, you are beneath the carriage that is a. Well, the carriage. I figure. I figure the carriage is probably gone by now, and I'm picking myself <laughs> up, having hidden. Like, like, just, like, collapsed in a heap underneath it, and it rolls on, and now I'm standing up and straightening up. And I wanted to check that Diego Ortega is, like, on the ground and wounded, right? 
Or is Daniel... uh, he is wounded, but he is tangled in the the various uh, tack and saddlery that is connecting right. the horses so he's, to the merchant. He's wagon like that basically dealt with already, is what I want to know. <laughs> uh, Diego Ortega is in no way dealt with. He's just extremely <laughs> inconvenient. Okay, so I would like to use my hero point that I'm starting with to fascinate him. Uh, which Ooh. it says, spend a hero point to capture the attention of another character. That character pays attention only to you until the end of the scene or until you cease speaking or paying attention to them, whichever comes first. So, amazing! I would like now, to just walk out of the dust, just like disheveled and covered in dust and looking like I was just in one hell of a fight. <laughs> um, and, oh yeah, you look like... And just walk, like hell, but it's good. walk it's cool. straight over to him, sword out, and just put the tip of the of my sword to his throat and be like, "Why don't we just relax?" Well, this for carriage a minute? is currently in motion. This carriage is well, currently, towards yes, a cliff. currently in motion. Well, I'm like I wasn't on you the carriage. You could hop like, on I a horse and off. do the same thing, though. Oh, is he on the carriage? He's on the merchant carriage, tangled up in the. Tack. I thought he fell off the carriage. Yeah, he fell off the front of the carriage into the all the tangling that connect the horses, and he's in the roping that the horses are connected to the carriage in. Yeah, he's he's currently like he's in getting front half of dragged he's half in front kicks. of Francisco. So I'm sitting. Oh, he's getting he's getting dragged. Okay, I thought yeah. he just fell. You off. could still you could still do that. You could still go over to him. Like you could steal one of their horses, go over to him, and then do the same thing just as you ride alongside. So it sounds like just to to, to set this scene so everyone has the same mental image, there 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 are at least three characters. There's the one that stopped or has now run off that, that uh Dirk was under. There's the other one that Anna Henrietta is in control of that is ushering people out of, and then there's the merchant wagon that has at least two people that the Mooks were trying to steal or kidnap that uh, Frances- Francisco is on top of, that Diego is underneath of, and the two plus people... Plus the baggage train horses and any plus, other plus all the other stuff around us. Yeah. So, so that is Anna Henrietta is in, the, uh, is in the, uh, the carriage next to me. I'm on top of the merchant caravan, and Dirk and Jose are just up the road either watching this careen towards the cliff or getting onto horses and joining us. Okay, well, in that, in that case, I will do the, the grab a horse first and then run up and we'll fascinate him. Beautiful. Because I would like it to capture like him It sounds like you want to level your sword and scare the shit out of the guy. Yeah, there's uh, a nice so in here. That's straight up a panache intimidate. Cool. <laughs> uh, and you definitely get first time roll and a, a lovely uh, flare dice for description. Woo! Okay, so, consequences right now. Uh, I didn't so give the wagons approach. are running away. Oh, sorry. Uh, I, oh, I didn't get yours, Francisco. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that's, that's fine. That's fine. Everyone forgets about me. Uh, so uh, I, I, I have I have retrieved my fancy hat. So it is time to disembark. No one should forget <laughs> about you anymore. You have your hat back. You retrieved back. a new fancy hat. <laughs> it's a I'm much hat, it's a much finer hat. My <laughs> ride is only two. I don't really uh, do much with caravans and, uh, and and care much about this. But there there are there are two lovely people that are being kidnapped that I wish to uh, rescue. My my approach is to abandon the seat and abandon Diego and head to the back of the caravan uh, uh, around the side and inside grabbing the two people and, and, and heroically leaping into Anna Henrietta's caravan with my new hat. Oh, you cut out at the end there. Heroically leaping into Hen- Anna Henrietta's... In, in, in a carriage next, next to it. Ah, uh, abandoning the merchant vehicle and Diego to a wonderful cliff... Sequence. Thanks. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So I'm jumping in onto my carriage to try and take control, but you're also jumping onto it trying to wreck it? Uh, there's I'm, two. I'm confused now. You're, there's... I don't know. He's presuming that you're going to take control of your carriage. 
And he's hoping to snatch up some of the people who are being kidnapped and then leap to the safety of your carriage. Yes. Abandoning the merchant okay. caravan that I'm in. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to rescue the people, uh, so, not the caravan. So if you want to snatch the, the unfortunates who are being dragged off, um, they're heavy. you got to carry them. So I'm going to call this a brawn athletics to snatch them up and then leap from a about-to-be-racing carriage to another slightly less racing carriage. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay, consequences for everybody. Uh, before there was like the chance you might like bump into a tree, you guys can see coming up ahead is the first of a series of switchbacks down a cliff face. <laughs> um, and on the edge of it, there's like an old like lovely little windmill that's sort of like slowly collecting some wind. There's probably a mill inside of it, of course. <laughs> uh, outside, there's like an old Castilian dude with like. A little piece of, like, wheat in his mouth, just chewing on it. He's only just started to look towards you guys come barreling in his direction. <laughs> Best case scenario, the wagon's going to somehow make that hairpin turn. More likely, it's going to either slam into the windmill or take this old man and his stool careening down the cliff. Oh, dear. Um, so that's a thing to deal with, the oncoming hairpin turn. You want to make the turn, and then also you got to make sure you don't uh, accidentally drift uh, the back end of anything and take out uh, old uh, millwright Pancho. Um, additionally, <laughs> uh, you've got those brutes who are coming in. There's currently 13 uh, wounds worth of brute action coming up at the end of the round. Uh, and so each wagon has to not crash. Each wagon has to not fishtail. Um, and I think in terms of opportunities... Uh, I think there's not a whole lot at the moment. Um, you know what? The road's full of tons and tons of potholes. As an opportunity, uh, you could spend a raise uh, to take advantage of that, to dishevel a brute, or to, uh, in a, some other way, give you a bonus. Uh, so please, roll up those dice. Oh dear, I just said I was abandoning the merchant vehicle, and now you said it's now going to take out Poncho. No! <laughs> this is why I'll never be a hero. Okie dokie. You can still can... spend one of those raises to try mm -hmm. and get control of the thing. Oh, oh and of course, yes, consequences. You want to try and get control of things. That That's part of the crash. I'll okay, take care so... of the mooks. Hmm. So I got three raises again. I okay. got four again. I only got two. I got two. I think my okay. dice heard that I'm the worst at everything. He gave me a bunch of zeros. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of okay with that. <laughs> uh, wait, you rolled zeros? Yeah, those are tens. tens. Now, those, those are tens. tens oh, are they tens on, on these? On, on a D10, they're oh, tens. Oh, well, there you go. So then I have four. <laughs> yes! <laughs> now, does a That's ten, a pronounced difference. Does a ten count as a set of ten, or does it still have to pair a with ten the A ten counts as a ten on its own. Yep. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so, all, all it sounds of, like four my, is the highest we got. All of no, my I D10s got five, are actual then. tens. Oh, you got a five. Okay, rock on. So, Jose Wick. You've got a bunch of men who are about to give chase as these wagons start to careen down the road, uh, and you've got you've got them in your sights. What shall you do? I am going to try and take out the olive branches above me to see if I can, like I said, try and take them out in multiple chunks. Okay. I'm going to spin on my heel, so I'm kind of ducking to avoid fire, try and kneecap a few. Okay. And then I'm going to run, do a dramatic slide, and try and take one out. You can use one as like a human shield, and just keep firing pistols into the crowd and create as much dirt, dust, and chaos as I can. 
Are you literally just dropping your pistols as you fire them? Yep, I've got so many strapped to my body. Oh my god, we could just track you by the by the like the trail of pistols you leave <laughs> behind. He's actually he he's playing John Wick, but he's kind of more of a reaper. Sir. Yeah, he's reaper. <laughs> he's reaper. <laughs> die, 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 or whatever the hell. It how how yeah. do you think? <laughs> how do you think day, I find day. him? <laughs> okay, so um, which of those things do you want to do first? Reaper is Mexican. I want to take out the olive branches to take out a chunk of them. I think that's a good good idea. There's, there's a little band of them that have got back on their horses, and they're about to give chase. There's a lovely, sweet olive branch right above them. If you spend a raise, that's coming down right on top of them. Bam! Spending a raise. Down the floor. Uh, nice. Uh, so one of those groups is now all tangled up in in the falling branches. Uh, they're not out of the fight, but they're not doing anything this round. Uh, great. Uh, so that was five. Now we've got a bunch of people at four, correct? Hello. Me and Bree, I think. Yeah, I think it's just us. Okay, Dirk has entered the party. What do you? What's uh? Hello. What's Dirk up to? Oh, I mean, Dirk has to grab a horse and catch up to uh, Diego first to to the runaway train. So he's going to uh, grab the nearest horse and swing up onto it with a lot of panache, you know, like a la Legolas that they had to film backward. Like, they had to film it with him coming off the horse to get Beautiful. it to look like he jumped on. But you <laughs> can do it forwards, because you're badass. Of course. <laughs> because it's it's beautiful and pretty. Um, I'm, I'm flipping my fake hair, that's why I'm... That I don't, that I don't have, but Dirk does. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I'd like to do that, and then take the horse just as fast as I can to catch up to that. Because Diego is in charge of these people, and if I can catch him, I want to try and use him as, like, leverage to get everyone to stop. Okay, very solid. So, um, you can kind of just get the horse and ride up to him. What are you going to do when you're at him? So when I'm, what are you going to say to him? How are you going to influence this schmuck? So when I am there, I would like to spend my hero point to fascinate him, like I was okay, saying great. earlier. Um, you, you are a vision of... Fascinating power. This a beautiful animu boy girl. <laughs> absolutely. This this yeah, strange, hard to define Eisen coming barreling out of the so, Oh my dust. god, I've accidentally made fucking like beauty and pity again. <laughs> I was just saying, if if, if, Damn if, it. if Jose Wick or or is a witcher, you're like the manga version of a witcher. Yes. You're the Yaoi witcher. <laughs> I'm Yaoi witcher, welcome. <laughs> oh boy. Welcome so you're right up life. to him, you spend your hero point. That I'm, doesn't take an action though. Yes, so what, uh, I what have, are you going to do? What are you going to do for a raise? So I have my sword out. And I'm going to act like I am attacking him, but I would actually like to attempt to cut him out of everything he's tangled in. Not not to cut him free, but to cut the tack and ropes that he's tangled in free of the wagon so that I can haul him out of the wagon so I don't have to worry about the wagon anymore. Okay, and you're, if you're cutting it close to him, I think that's... Oh yeah, I want to scare him still too. Still pretty intimidating. That still <laughs> falls within that. Um, it, so it's yeah, a real sharp sword. Cuts. I don't use it that much. It's real sharp. <laughs> ah, yes. This is the first time you've used it to cut anything. <laughs> yeah, except for, like, fruit. Uh, yeah, lovely. Uh, so, yeah, with a couple of quick slices, you know, he's he's paralyzed by the vision that you are. Um, and uh, every time you sort of stab towards him, he freaks out and sort of spazzes a little bit out of the way. Um, and then, yeah, soon the, the bonds that hold him are, are totally severed, and you snatch him up by the collar... Uh, now you're kind of dragging him along yourself. You're scary as fuck. Yay! 
So he's, I just, love it. he's just being dragged away by the side of a horse from an Ison who just came out of the dust cloud. A- out of the no dust cloud saw. and looks really beaten. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my god, though. Dusk, out of dust cloud, white hair, this thin ass Ison. You're not playing girl, you're playing fucking Elric. <laughs> yes. Not <laughs> this Elric of Milnibane here. Elric who's, who's bad at everything. Who's really Dandelion. Souls. It's just Dandelion dressed <laughs> up as Elric. I'm cosplaying. It's Dandelion cosplaying as <laughs> Elric. That's, you're that's really great. intimidating until people get to know you. <laughs> yeah. It's like me in real life. <laughs> uh, okay, so I believe that was at four. Who else is at four? I am. Okay. Okay. Open up. Okay, so now that I've dropped the chunk with the olive branch, how many mooks are left? Uh, okay, so you've got five guys who are busy disentangling themselves and their horses from uh, from the tree chunk you dropped on them. Uh, there are five guys sort of on the other side who are, are, are closing, and it looks like they kind of intend to hop up onto the various vehicles and cause some mischief up there. Uh, and then there are three guys who are barreling up from behind. Uh, they had been on the side before, but are not doing so good. They, they got dealt with by Anna Henrietta and the They're others. They're really annoyed that this weird Montana noblewoman seems to have accidentally knocked out two of them without realizing what she was doing. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're pretty pissed off. Um, and uh, you can see that the people who are being kidnapped, the, the, the two victims, uh, are both with the two groups of five guys. Okay, so I can clearly see the uh, victims, right? Yes, you can. Okay, the guys that are hauling them off, I want to shoot them in the back of the kneecap Beauty. with knives. Ah, so you're, you're gonna you're gonna toss toss a knife? Yep, gonna switch things up. Gonna dual wield it. Beautiful. Uh, now are you gonna try to go for both of those guys. One one's on. I guess they're both on horseback right now. Yeah. Um, but you can definitely like put a you can definitely put a knife in them that's gonna end their day. They're just mooks. Yep, uh, that is my plan. Okay. Uh, so you whip two daggers, sort of end over end with a sweet sort of sound. Uh, and yeah, one plunges into like the thigh of one of the guys who was on, on horseback, and he yeah. just finished tying up his prisoners, got like a bag <laughs> over the guy's the head. The camera follows um, the blade flying through the air, right? Like it's a tracking shot. The assassin oh, vision. Yeah. 100% <laughs> it's assassin vision. Hits the guy in like the leg, and it does like one of the snap cuts to his face, and then him like looking down, seeing that, and he screams, his horse then bucks him off, and he's now in the dust, clutching his bleeding leg. Uh, you toss the other one, maybe with a backhand, because that's always fun to do. Um, and you actually hit one of the guys in the back of the head with a pommel. Uh, the the nice. back end of the knife hits him, and it just knocks him out instantly. He's into the dirt. Uh, and so, yeah, we're down to two groups of four. And right now, both the victims are unattended. I guess right. that takes us down to three. Oh, ladies. At three. How many raises do I need to spend to make sure... Okay, so it's three carriages. All of them need two raises to not go off the road and not hit old Poncho. That's right. One raise to not go off the road. One raise not to hit poor old Poncho. But each of the carriages needs that? Yeah, man. See, what I'm thinking of doing is... If we can get the two people off of this carriage, I can take try to take control of the merchant carriage that I'm in and careen it into one of the others that's unattended completely, the one that Dirk was under, and then the only carriage that we need is uh, Anna Henrietta's that will hopefully have all of the rescued Uh. hostages inside by the time that I heroically kamikaze this merchant (laughs) carriage into another (laughs) just to save old Poncho, who really chose a poor day to be out there to chew some wheat. (laughs) How dare he? 
Anna Henrietta is not getting rid of her carriage. There may or may not be a disguised bloody handprint on it somewhere to mm -hmm. ensure that she can always go back to it. Um, is there a way that I can spend a raise to head off one of the other carriages so that we're no longer careening down the road towards Old Poncho, but we're instead going to careen off into the field, into the, the significantly less dangerous field? Uh... There is could a I, way. You, you did make a ride check, correct? Yeah. Could I cut one of the other carriages off that way and then just kind of um, use my horse and my carriage to um, to lead it off in another direction? Well, my terrified driver just looks at me. He's like, what, 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 what? Yeah, Pierre understands why there's such a high turnover for your drivers. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, you can spend a raise to then, like, crash into one of the other wagons, sending it off into the orchard, basically. Right, and then I only need to spend my other two raises to not die and to not kill the old guy, but we've taken one of the other wagons out of commission. That's right, that other wagon is still going to go careening, just not down the cliff now, off into some trees. Fantastic, I'll spend my three raises on that. Okay, so that's that's going to be putting you down to zero. Great, so yeah, you bring your carriage up alongside, and you haul on the reins, the horses hate this. Oh, no, no, she turns it up, so the carriage for just a moment goes up on two wheels. It's obvious <laughs> that she has done this before. Yeah, um, th this is definitely your normal wheelhouse. Uh, knocks the other carriage, so it goes careening off into the field, then turns her carriage, so she's still going with the pack, writes it, however, and manages to keep, like, deftly uh, handling it on the road. And Pierre's just, like, holding on for dear life, just white-knuckled, white in the face, he, he would vomit, except at this speed, it would just go back in his mouth. Beautiful. Um, and so, yeah, you sort of pulled up alongside the lead wagon, knocked it off the road, and then you go around that hairpin turn. Yeah. Um, groovy. Uh, so... Oh, oh, I, I, and as he's, uh, as she's turning around, um, punch, old poncho, um, she shouts something to the, uh... Uh, effective, you know, Monsieur, I am sorry. <laughs> As you go down, and there's a bang from the other wagon smashing into things in his backyard. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, you know what? It buries itself. It um, it knocks over. It runs through one of his chicken coops and buries itself in the side of like his wood store, like his barn or something. And now oh, all his animals are going everywhere. Yes, yeah, so there's chickens and feathers and bleeding goats and. All the things yeah. you expect from a comical crash. Exactly. He's, imme he's immediately covered in chickens, a la Legend of Zelda. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Castilian Jason, chicken Jason, who curse. else at three? Me. Uh, I am, too. Yeah. Uh, I, guess I, get, I guess, sorry, that was, that was four. Now we're going down to three, and it should ha just so happens that Diego is at three. Diego. Oh, um, Diego. Hello. <laughs> so... <laughs> Diego really he likes Dirk. You you are fascinating to look at. But he's he's really he wants to get out of here. Now, with Fascinate, can he still take actions? Uh nothing that would harm me, I believe, but let me double check it real quick. I, I believe that's the case too. He can't yeah. he can't start a fight with yeah. you, right? Yeah, he can't start a fight with me and I'm looking to see whether that is also so fascinate. Uh character pays attention only to you until the end of the scene. Great. Um, so he doesn't like being carried by you, though. Uh, so he's going to spend a raise to sort of bring out a knife and brandish it, and at first you're like, oh god, he's going to stab me. Uh, <laughs> oh, but then he uses it to, to cut the the chunk of his, like, jacket that you are holding him by, uh, dropping him down, and, like, he sort of, like, hits the ground and, like, does a couple of tumbles, and you just know the whole time, 
looking at you. <laughs> As he should. He, he, Who is he's this? just like Pop on his color. butt in the road now as everything goes streaming past him. Um, he's going to shout to his men, Get them! Get those heretics! Oh. <laughs> um, beautiful. Uh, so who else at three? I wasn't. I had a two. Yeah, Dodd, why don't you go first? I will... Uh, I'm gonna... I'm gonna presume I'm out of kni- I'm knives and pistols, so now I'm drawing swords. Okay, you and- can still have some knives. I'm, li- I'm gonna willing to let you have some knives. Alright, then, and I am going to, uh... Walk forward, start chucking knives at guys, and, uh... Try not to kill them. I'm gonna try and hit them with, uh, the, the pommel, or ma- maybe make it, uh... Pin their arms to trees. Oh, great. Like, at various generous flesh wounds. Yeah, basically. And uh, that's what I'm going to spend this raise on. Okay, you're only going to spend the one. You could, if you wanted, you could burn all three and just take out three guys. So it's one point per guy. How many guys are left? Uh, there are currently 11 guys. Holy shit. Now, four um, of those are currently not actually going to be coming at you guys. So really, there's only seven you have to deal with right now. You know what? Let's take them all out. Good night. Okay, so you're just going to take out a group of three? Yep, just going to just... Yep, so off go the daggers. Ah! ah, Down go the guys. Um, Horses whinny and things are still chaos. Um, Anybody else at three? I think that's everybody. No, that's me. I'm at three. I have no more actions. Um, hmm. I'm not... I would like to continue paying attention to Diego and stick with my if I can get their leader, maybe they'll stop kind of thing because mm-hmm. I have, like, just for you listeners at home, I have nothing in warfare, nothing at weaponry, my bronze real low. Like, <laughs> I rolled this character very particularly. But if Diego tells him to call it off. Yeah, but if Diego tells him to call it off, right, then we're good. So I'm going to turn my horse around, ride back to him. Uh, slower so that he can, you know, appreciate that. Uh, and just, uh, like, pull my horse up kind of in front of him and level my sword um, and be like, that was impressive, but not good enough. I'm an Ison. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, he kind of slowly sort of stands up. Um, is he still says, is he still like a little bit tangled and everything? So he's like standing uh, up and he's he's a mess. There's, <laughs> there's straps hanging off of him. He's, he's been dragged for the, the last two jacket. rounds. So <laughs> I I think you should pants him. <laughs> oh yeah, cut his belt and pants. He just him. cut his belt. <laughs> Solid. Oh, yeah. raise, do that. He goes to say something. You cut his belt. I will one hundred percent spend an extra raise to cut his belt. <laughs> I, you don't. You don't have to. I, I'm, I'm willing to put that within the realm of a regular, uh, regular intimidate action. Um, and so yeah, he just sort of puts his hands up and says, "I believe you have me at a disadvantage, my friend. However, God's work will not be stopped." Oh no, he's a true believer. <laughs> Because I shot him in the dick. <laughs> no, His groin is a little tender. Man, oh, and he's no. going to get really pissed if, uh, if I end up having to jump through a portal. Real pissed. Oh. Um, okay, so that was uh, Bree. Uh, I believe we're now at two. Yeah. Yeah, you go first because you haven't gone yet. 
So, I, am I the only one left on a carriage that is heading... Ha, you are he, the only one left on the merchant carriage that is currently aimed straight at poor old Poncho. Okay. Um, you can see in, in the higher levels of the windmill now, the <laughs> noise of the battle has brought out, yeah. like, a dozen adoring grandchildren who are calling down to their grandfather. <laughs> no. Alright, so here's the problem, is I rolled for Brawn and Athletics to abandon this wagon and rescue the two that were still inside of it. And uh, that does not sound like a heroic decision anymore. Uh, <laughs> Indeed, but brawn and athletics can still be... There's still ways you can incorporate mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. into what you're up to. So uh, I have to get this carriage out of the way, and I can't take it into the barn because there's people in this carriage, and that barn is currently the occupant of another carriage that has been thrown into it. So, <laughs> Yep. Uh, it does have a sweet brake lever if you need. Oh! Try and, try and fucking Tokyo Drift that corner. Uh, I want to, yeah, actually, I would love to, even not Tokyo Drift the corner, or I guess we want, could keep going, or just bring it to a nice, like, cut, throw up some dust and come to a stop, just like an inch from Poncho's nose. God, what is it with uh, you and dust? <laughs> just like, it's, it's a little bell just as it comes to a stop, and it does Actually, crash his entire yeah. The, the, one of the horses has bells on its like on its uh, harness. Um, yeah, if there's so if there's... that'll be two raises one to get control of them, uh, because you yeah, and you're you're basically like hauling back on the brake basically to do yep. that. Yep, yep, yep. So that's right, that's you're more. using your muscles for that. So that's still brawn athletics, and uh... um, so yeah, one to get control of them by by hauling on that brake, uh, and then one to do it in time to avoid. Poor Poncho's demise. And 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 his um, so seven yeah, beautiful just as grandchildren. You said, you haul on it, and and how does it go? And so with the two with the two raises spent, um, uh, I'm 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 pulling on to the break. I'm telling everyone inside to just hold on. <laughs> Everything's gonna be fine. And uh, and 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 Poncho and the kids are coming out, and their eyes are like bright and you know, like like innocent, and and they uh, they've got their whole lives ahead of them. <laughs> and, and this this caravan uh, begins to drift and slide and turn sideways. And uh, as the horses are coming in, um, do I? Can I spend the second raise to cut the horses free? To bring um, the carriage to a stop? Yeah, maybe you don't cut them free, but, like, you, like, kick the... Like, you manage to, like, uh, basically, like, like wrestle the, like, the, the straps free so that they're, they're freed from their harness. Yeah, so then, then there's nothing else pulling this, and the carriage can just come to a rest in Poncho's front yawn, lawn. Uh, <laughs> just at the front, and and then be like, you know, uh, pour them a drink, <laughs> and uh, we'll come to a stop, and and then and then I'll, and then I will get off of the carriage and take a deep breath and count my lucky stars and my lucky hat. <laughs> yes, you do now still have Diego's hat and the ruins of your own. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, great. Uh, who else got raises still? Uh, I have two. Couldn't do anything about the mooks, but we were able to handle with the consequence of the hairpin turn. So there's still four more brutes left, though. Yep. Uh, there are still two. Yeah, there's still four who are going to come and cause some trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, does anybody else have? I spent both. Nobody of my else races. got raised. I no, I, I have two. Okay, Bree. Um. So can I? Can I use both of them to take my sword? Like ride right up in front of Diego. Take my sword because I just cut his pants off. I can see exactly where he is bleeding. Take my sword. Just like poke the tip of it right in there and be like, call off. Your men. Just all right. Before I cut your dick off, uh, basically. Yeah, so he uh, <laughs> winces as your your blade sort of aggravates where he's already been screwed up. 
Um, and he's gonna call out to uh, his men in Castilian. If you guys speak Castilian, you would know, and you can get from his inflection, um, that he's basically saying, Men, hold! We have what we need! Retreat! Oh, I don't motherfucking think so. They have what yeah, they need. Yeah, so they're, they're starting to pull back. They're, they're turning around. You you are successful. I, I'm I'm good out here. I, I don't need them. They can go. <laughs> I'm not stopping them. The, uh, the, hey. the, the three people they were trying to kidnap, weren't the two of them unattended one of them rescued from us? One of them's rescued, two of them are tied up on the back of horses. That it I looks thought like I knocked the them brutes off. Are... Oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought... don't know, you knocked, the, you knocked the brutes off. There's nobody else on the horse. I thought they just, were in oh, the they're... merchant caravan that I just brought to a stop. But I Yeah, I thought I'd rescued more of them when I ushered them in, but I guess I only got one. You, you only had the one, but you know what? Because of the confusion, I think it's only fair that one of them is in the caravan that uh, Justin stopped. There's still one on the ass end of a horse. Cool. Uh, okay. Yeah. But they got what they came for. They got what they came for. No, you can't save everybody. <laughs> now, does anybody have... Anybody got raises left? Um, I spent both of mine. If that only used one of my raises, I technically have one, but... You should still have one. Yeah, Although, so... I mean, also, so does Diego. Uh, he's does on his he? last raise. Oh, well, I mean, he can have a raise then, and I'll react to it, if that's alright, because he's the villain. He goes first. That's fair enough. Villains do go first. Um, he's going to just sort of back up away from you, hands up, um, sort of limping and miserable. And he's making his way to the horse that has has somebody on it. Um, and so, yeah, he's going to sort of mount up onto that and be like, go with God. I mean, uh, honestly, honestly, I wouldn't know what to do with him, so I am inclined to let him go. <laughs> okay, great. And so he turns ass and rides off. Woo. Um, everybody's out of raises now? Yeah, and I yep. think this makes a good point. And to we're end the episode. just a little past the hour, so I think that's a good place to start to call this. <laughs> um, as Diego rides off, uh, gets lost in the trees. Um, the last sort of the carriage that had made the hairpin turn is sort of slowing down. You can see you're by yourself. You're not being chased anymore. Uh, as uh, Jose Wick goes and, and picks up uh, his various discarded pistols, <laughs> this may take some time. He's this may take some time. This is why we have to end uh, the episode here. As you're, as you're looking at the, the other sort of brutes who have backed off and are, are currently fleeing as well, you kick over one of their knocked-out buddies, and as he gets rolled over, uh, you see that he was wearing, like, a coat over top of uh, other clothes, and it falls open, and you see, gasp! He's wearing the uniform of the Castilian Inquisition. No! Oh, you called that, Justin! <laughs> oh, exactly! Uh, and so I think there we're going to wrap it up. Uh, so... Oh no, no, I just have this mental image of the guys from, from the uh, Spanish Inquisition sketch with, like, trench coats on over their robes. That's that's almost what you're dealing with, yeah. <laughs> trench coats and sunglasses. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, oh, thank you very much for listening, to great and terrible listeners. Uh, my name is Will Mitchell. I've been your GM for this episode. And joining me for 7th C 2nd Edition, we have had... Uh, just Neacock sure. has Francisco Florento, his fancy new hat, and, oh, this didn't go according to plan today. <laughs> Bree Poison as Dirk uh, Vice, I guess is how we were saying mm-hmm. that. Oh, God, Vice. why? Why have I done this to myself? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, the an hero of the day. You, I'm an you, ice you, and I win. You sent them, you sent them uh, scurrying you with their tails between their legs. Pop collar. <laughs> Everyone's going to be talking about your heroism. <laughs> <laughs> I've been the Birdman! My dad from this week can keep on that playing Jose Wick with the pistols and the knives and the pointy shooty shooty. Uh, and I'm Derek the Bard from Chase of the Muse. 
playing uh, Lady uh, Anna Enrietta de Pai, um, who has, true to being a spy, mostly managed to stay out of the spotlight for this fight. And was actually mm-hmm. the most heroic in the whole scenes. <laughs> Dealt with the yes. most <laughs> moves, rescued the most people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well done. <laughs> All right. Uh, so thank you very much for joining us. Tune in next week to hear the continued adventures of this ragtag bunch of heroes uh, as they find out why was the Inquisition kidnapping people on roads in Castile and who was it they rode away with. Uh, we'll see you then. Terrible Warriors has new episodes out every Tuesday and Thursday. 7th C will return in two weeks' time. Well, we're heading into town now. and The mystery deepens. And I'm sure Dirk will find himself to be quite useful to the party at some point, right? On Thursday, we finish our round of premiere episodes for our new campaigns with Derek the Pard continuing to be a GM on Thursdays, only this time he's brought players from around the country and enrolled them into school. And they're all being shipped off to Kagagami High, an entirely randomly generated game that, uh, well, unrelated to the story, the first episode was called The Glowing Coils in the Test. A completely bonkers, improvised, randomly generated game on Thursday, Kakagami High! Next week, alternating with the 7th C and Kakagami High on Tuesday, Bree Poison is leading us through Star Wars Ashes of the Empire. We got off to a pretty dark start, but our three Imperial officers continue to be faced with new horrible tasks that the Empire has ready for them. Yes, if you enjoy watching the moral decay of our show continue, you're going to enjoy Ashes of the Empire on Tuesday. Next week on Thursday, alternating with Kakagami High, Derek the Bard and his Edmonton crew continue to play unknown armies. And what started out as a lark has turned deadly. Things are getting mysterious in Shrub County. Film by Alan Smithy next Thursday. And on top of our rotating games of one-shot campaigns, the Terrible Warriors have two bonus stories happening right now. On Sundays and every Sundays, Justin Eacock is playing through Star Trek Adventures in the Living Campaign by Modifius. Yeah, right now they're playing through the Rescue of Xerxes 4 every Sunday is Star Trek Sunday. The Cambridge Chronicles is also happening right now every Fridays. Uh, if you want to listen to that, you'll have to subscribe to it. It's a different podcast. TerribleWarriors.com slash Cambridge Chronicles. You can find the podcast everywhere you find the Terrible Warriors. Just search Cambridge Chronicles. It'll show up. You can hit subscribe. You can hit like. You can tell Mike Dodd how cool it is. One game to rule them all. Cambridge Chronicles is a fifth edition actual play podcast. One game group. One game. One ongoing story. The Cambridge Chronicles. The Terrible Warriors continues to love every one of you and also our Patreon supporters who give us money. You can find out more at TerribleWarriors.com slash Patreon. Postcards are being sent out in the mail. Names continue to be named in our games. And, of course, you've been hearing players here at the table joining our show. Today's Terrible Warriors, your adventurers and Thea, Game Master Will Mitchell, and adventurers Mike Dodd, Derek Burrow, Bree Poison, and Justin Eacock. We'll see you next time right here. Terrible Warriors.